Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Televisions of the 21st century, what features are we after? What should they look like? What are the best ones? This is a very timely conversation at this time of the year. DVRs, internet TV, channel apps, Google TV, so many options, bamboozling, so much to pick from. This is Mark Hadley's last uh, official TV review of the year, and we thought we'd do something different. He's back with all the pros and cons and all the spin and how we can get around this spin of uh, modern day televisions. Because Mark Hadley, welcome. Hey buddy. It is a bamboozling arena, isn't it? Oh look, I think it's deliberately so. And yeah, yeah today we're going to talk about not what's actually on the box, but what's around it. <laughs> you know? Yes. And you, yeah. Look, uh, we were just laughing about this for people um, you know, who don't have the privilege of sort of talking to it, you know, listening to our conversation while we're waiting to come on air. <laughs> we were just laughing about how often people um, look at us and go, you work in the media, surely you should know what's a decent TV or, or, or can you operate this camera or would you mind programming my fridge? No, you I, know, just, well, I just of, want to know what A works, B works well and C won't be out of date in about two months' time. Well, I, I'd say 15 minutes. <laughs> I'll walk out of the store. Yeah. Well, look, look I, I think it is a deliberately bamboozling experience. You walk into yeah. any TV department of any store and what you see immediately is 60 screens showing roughly the same thing um, and, and all of the large ones pushed up front. You have to go searching for the small ones. you know. Yes. So all the expensive yeah. stuff's up front and you're looking at that and you're thinking... I don't know. And and is it helpful when a, a, a fellow who's half your age um, comes up to you and says, but so you really should be looking at this because it's got a contrast ratio of 10,001 and it's 120 megahertz. And I'll be going... <laughs> Please oh, explain. Yeah, I, I, at that point, like most men, yes. I nod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I nod sagely and I go, yes. Because... I see what you mean. Speaking of men, this can be a very big decision in families and in marriages, can't it? It is. It yes. is look, it is. And I let's not mix you know words about this. This can be a very male-female decision. Yeah. You know, like guys... And TVs are like guys and lawnmowers. You know, it's like there are things that there are certain sort of uh, products that get bought for the home. And I'm not in any way, ladies, I'm not in any way talking you down, but just men seem to take the reins all of a sudden. And it's got to be, it's got to be 56 inches or I couldn't possibly watch it. Can I tell you a story? And my wife, I'm sure, won't mind me saying this. After the 2000 Olympics, there was this fire sale of televisions we could, we could buy within the Seven Network that were used at the International Broadcast Centre. I bought home a 17 inch screen. She couldn't believe how big it was. That's just too big. I think you mean 70 inch. Surely. No, no, no. 17. I'm 17 sure was. was too big for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, um, it was, you know, compared to what we have now. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see you back in the day. No, I back got you in now. Those days. I got you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's interesting you should say that. Um, when my wife and I were about to get married, actually, we're engaged, you're looking at two households first of, of gear and you're saying, okay, well, some of the stuff's going, some of the stuff's staying. And um, Maya looked at me. I had a huge fish tank a huge microwave and a huge television and she said one one of them <laughs> you know you can keep one woman. of them i kept and i kept the tv because you know yeah, it was this it was this monster thing but you know there's something about being able to watch tv in comfort and and so when i went and bought a tv recently and uh, in fact ladies and gentlemen this is why we're talking about this yeah. topic because we Good. got all we got all pet up about it just chatting about how difficult it can be okay so a couple of things i think we were going to say say straight away about the nature of buying tv the first thing is that there are some figures out there that are deliberately misleading so anybody who talks to you about contrast ratios to begin with you know measuring blacks and whites and things like that just forget it because every single um, uh, every single manufacturer measures them differently 
So there is no way right. of comparing X with Y. Okay. It, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And in terms of you know uh, what the refresh rate, the kilohertz refresh rate of a TV. Yes, heard that. Um, again, um, just skip that. So long as you can get it over 120, if you're buying an LCD TV, and that's pretty standard. It's well, you know, it's going to get to the point that it's it's meaningless to the human eye. So okay. generally speaking, yeah, the higher the better, but big deal. You're not going to make a decision based on that. Um, and in fact, um, you know, the big number you want to pay attention to is basically resolution. You know, so does it say HD TV? Well, that probably means it's actually you know something called seventy seven twenty you know p, uh, or is it uh, full HD? Well, that means it's ten eighty p. Just look for something. Memorize this number ten eighty p. Okay, okay. And if you can 1080p. get that. After that's that, high definition. Yeah, high definition. And after that, in fact, that's what they're calling some manufacturers call full HD. After that, you know, if it goes higher, fantastic. If it doesn't, forget it. Okay. You know, but that's so those are really the only numbers. But you know what the most important thing is about TVs? And take this from a guy who reviews television programs for a living. It is not the set, it is where you are going to watch it. That's oh. the most important thing. Because wow. okay. you see, like if you're going to watch a TV in a room that's only, a, you know, 10 feet across, uh, it's a small room you, you've got your TV in, then really you need to get an LCD, not a plasma. The reason why is because the resolution, when you're so close to a screen, uh, has to be quite higher. Otherwise, you're going to start seeing what they call artifacts in the screen. If you're actually, if you've got an, uh, you know, a 30-foot lounge room and the TV's at one end and you've got a huge lounge or that sort of stuff. Go for it. Then, yeah, yeah, look, the resolution becomes actually less important because you're further away. You're not going to see the detail of it. It's good to know. You're watching that, yeah. yeah. So think about, here's the other one. Do you watch more TV during the day or during the night? Now, it really depends. Some people out there straight away have just answered one or the other. Yes. But, you know, there is half the audience is split there because some people are like ladies, you know, might be turning on during the day while they're doing things around the house or guys too. Shift workers. I, yeah. I, I work at home. Um, and then other people might say, no, it's not until I get at home. Plasmas are better at night. LCD screens are better during the day. You know, so it's, wow. it's, it's things like that. You know, you, if, you, if you sort of start thinking, where am I going to watch this? When am I going to watch this? Um, and I think also there's another big one. Who are you going to watch this with? Because if you're in a small household, and this is weird, but if you're in a small household and there's only one or two of you, it's a small couch sort of thing, then there's a thing called viewing angle on a screen. How far can you get to the side of it before it starts looking weird? Well, um, you know, that, that's less of a concern if there's only a couple of you on a couch. If, in fact, though, you've got a big family and people are sort of all getting around the screen, then suddenly viewing angle becomes a big deal. Yeah, you know, yeah. if, you have to, if you move 45 degrees off the show and it's all looking blurred and strange and out of colour... Well, who are you watching the TV with? Then there are issues like internet TV, channel apps, Google TV, DVRs. Yeah, and now here's the so here's what the big, I do there? here's the big difference here. Um, now every every manufacturer under the sun now is giving you an internet enabled TV. Yes. Okay. So yes. you want to buy a TV? Obviously, look if you're going to spend money today, you want to know that it can connect to the internet, and I'll tell you why in a second. But basically, that's the first one. You want to also know that it connects in a way that you can sustain. Okay, some of them are, in, are connected, but you need to plug a cable in the back. Some of them, damn you, Panasonic, um, actually <laughs> make, make you buy a little dongle that you stick into the back of the TV in order to somehow make the whole TV work. And I thought, hang on, you mean that's another hundred bucks? Shouldn't that be part of I the know, TV? I know, don't you think? Yes, <laughs> anyway, absolutely. so like, um, and then some of them are Wi-Fi enabled and things like that. They'll connect straight to your network. So that's great. The reason why you want to get at those things is because it just increases the number of things you can watch. Now, you might say, just too much on TV already. Um, now, for a start, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> self-interest. Yeah, self-interest there. But the, um, the main thing is that you have 
uh, a series of things to choose from. Now, uh, basically Panasonic or Samsung or Sony, they have a collection of little widgets you can see on your screen now and you can watch things and you can catch up on TV. I can watch what I missed on Channel 10 that was yesterday or the day before. I can watch what I missed on Channel 7. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we're used to that if you see that you know, online or things like that. Uh, or if you have an iPad or a tablet, you can see those widgets, how you might be able to watch those mm. things. Interesting fact, by the way, what Channel 7 puts on their iPad widget, for example, is not the same as what they put on the TV. Very annoying. Another source of great angst at the Hadley household, yeah, I, I can tell you that. I bet. But, but the other big deal is the fact that you can drag things that used to be what we call lean-in TV, as in like ABC iView, suddenly come into your lean-out environment, more relaxed. Yes. Suddenly I can watch stuff, YouTube channels, yep. specialty things like that. And that's really important for what I like to call intentional viewing. Is there something that we should be seeking specifically for internet TV to yeah. maximise that? Yeah, the, the big thing you should be looking for, weirdly, is not all these fancy widgets and not all the sort of like additional things like I can get ABC iView or things like that. You actually should be looking for the ability for the TV to connect browser-like to the internet. Okay. Now, the reason why is because there's just far more available. That's what I was saying with channels. We hope you enjoyed this open house podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.